Questers for my seventh anniversary podcast. Hello, everybody. I hope everybody's good. From Canada, we have our Judy. Hello, Judy. Hello, John. Hi, everybody. Good to be here. As always, I sure have missed you guys. And John, congratulations on seven years. Yep. I'm sure it's hard to leave. Yep, I thank you so much. We'll bid in and a lot of thank yous that we'll do after our special guest comes on. It's very, very late for him, and I really appreciate him coming on. This guy is one of the fellowship associates of the show, the Curse of Oak Island, and is a friend who has been on the podcast before, keeping us informed of the goings-on on Oak Island. Please welcome my friend and yours, Corian Mall. <laughs> Again, good evening, man. Hello, Corian. How are you? I'm good, man. Yourself? Not bad. Not bad. I had a birthday, so this is my last year in the 60s. So, uh, trying the to make it. 60s. Yeah, trying to make it. <laughs> well, congratulations. I thought yep. I'd pop in uh, before I go to bed. Yeah, I really, really appreciate it. The members really appreciate it. Um, My pleasure. Yep, we know. I haven't heard anything yet. I know your book is coming out uh, in 2024. You want to give the members a little bit of uh, insight of uh, what's happening on their life? Because this podcast is going to be a big one tonight. Ah, sure, sure. Um, well, you know, um, after, uh, you know, being with the show for like four years, Right. Uh, and and doing loads of research together with uh, uh, Chris Morford. Uh, there was there was so much material. You know, we we had such a lot of um, uh, uh, of content, uh, and we we wanted to put everything together. You know, uh, uh, make the timeline, write the timeline, and 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 start sharing it with uh, with people. Uh, um, mm -hmm. You know, including all of the detail um that you know that that would never uh I, I get a chance uh, uh when you record a, an oak island war room i mean mm -hmm. you know you um i'm sure uh, other people have have said the same you know you, you do a a war room for a few hours you spend you know weeks months researching for it and then in the end um only you know one or two minutes uh makes it on television you got and, it. and all the rest uh, 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 sort of uh, evaporates, and uh, you know we we wanted to share um, all of that in all its you know in its all its delightful detail uh, because there's you know an incredible story uh, to be told. So Chris and myself wrote uh, Chris and myself wrote the Jerusalem Files, <clears throat> uh, which is coming out uh, on February fourteenth, twenty twenty four. Okay. And uh, it's going to be uh, quite an event, so I'm really looking forward to that. And it's uh, it's been a long wait, and it's it's still a long wait. I hear you. Well, you got a lot of people uh, waiting for that to add to their collection. I mean, so many people I talk to, they don't have just one book, Corian. Some mm. of them have uh, fifty, a hundred. I mean, oh, well, I do. Well, how many do you have? <laughs> say, just on Oak Island itself, what would you? How many would you say you have? Uh, I don't know. Over a hundred for sure. Um, yep. 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 And everybody's looking for new information. And your information is that the menorah 
sort of stopped by Oak Island or is still there by Oak Island. I guess we'll have to read that little uh, tidbit. Yeah, well, there's going to be a few, surpri a few surprises in there uh, uh, for a lot of people. Um, <coughs> apologies. There's going to be a yep. few surprises in there for a lot of people. So um, yeah. I hope how it's going to be worth the wait. Now, <laughs> when you were doing this book with Christopher, did you make it so that it's a completely different sort of format than all the rest of the Oak Island researching uh, sort of formats that we go through on every book. Are yours a little different? I think it is. I think it is. You know, the uh, the Jerusalem files and details, you know, the the, the search, you know, the, the personal search that, that Chris and myself have done, you know, I think for the best of two years after we first came on television uh, mm -hmm. in season seven. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so from that perspective, uh, you know, it's uh, it's 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 a treasure hunt book, but it's also a very personal book, and it mm -hmm. details you know um, our research uh, step by step. You know, on, uh, there, there's some <laughs> incredible revelations in there that we've never been able to to share with anyone. And that I think uh, I'm going to raise quite a few eyebrows. Here we go. Um, um, so I think in terms of, uh, you know, of, of discoveries and revelations, uh, th th this is a, an absolutely packed book. And um, so I, I think, you know, the, the, the density of information um, is going to be uh, quite unique. Also, you know, we, we've based our research on, an enormous number of original sources. So we went, mm -hmm. bent, we went back to, to the source uh, mm -hmm. wherever we could. So we spent loads of time in archives, you know, digging through old French, old Latin, old English uh, mm -hmm. documents, and, and then trying to build the connections. You know, we take you through that process uh, okay. step by step. You know, we've been to all the places that we uh, describe in the book. Uh, and there, there's many places, many people, Mm -hmm. uh, but um, you know, at the same time, you know, it's it's our personal adventure, and I uh, I hope uh, people like it. Uh, you know, when we take them by the hand and uh, we've tried to write it, you know, as, yep. as if you were there. Yep, and uh, we'll be following you every word, like everybody else. And uh, you know, I'll put the book up. I didn't. I had the book up, and guess what didn't come up? Daniel Spino's picture in your book when i downloaded everything i says oh god where the heck is it it's in the internet someplace so i'm sorry about that but i'll post it <laughs> <laughs> i'll post it on my facebook page uh you know when the podcast is over with sure uh, no worries yeah and i thank no you so much for doing this podcast tonight um we have about 12 people that uh sent all kinds of messages and uh we'll be popping those in and out after you be to bed but um uh, that's why I want to get some questions <laughs> into you about season 10. Now, season sure. 10, what can you actually say? I mean, everybody knows the hardcore of us saw season 10, you know, with the gold signature that sort of drove the show. Mm -hmm. That's my own personal opinion. The gold signature drove the, 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 the show in the shaft. What is your personal opinion, if you can say, that would drive me away from, say, the my personal idea. Well, they, if they didn't have really the gold signature to look for, what is the main beam that they went after on season 10? You understand what I'm trying to say? 
It's the story, the history. The history of the whole, the, the whole thing. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. <clears throat> so, you know, trying to make sense of all, all the findings, you know, the different datings uh, uh, of artifacts uh, um, that they found and then, you know, putting everything on the timeline and trying to make sense of that with a logical story. It's always been about that, although, you know, not, not only this season, but also in previous seasons. Uh, right. And, 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 it's, and it's still like that. So, yeah, um, chasing gold is one thing. But um, you know, my interest uh, more and more is 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 the the who and the why, the why. Why think... would anyone, you know, cross the ocean, um, come from Europe, and then you know, uh, deposit, uh, hide something on an island, you know, on 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 the North American coast? You'd have to have a pretty damn good reason. Right, but yet we don't really have definite proof. Definite proof quote quote that something was uh actually put there i mean we're finding uh caverns we're finding old searcher tunnels we're finding tunnels from muyan mm -hmm. but actually in my mind johnny's mind can i say it's the templars no can i say it's the spanners no i mean they're finding coins and they're finding relics and they're finding surface finds but me after 11 years my own personal opinion is uh I can't put my finger on any of the who, what, and where. And I'm going into my 70th, 70th year being alive, and uh, they got to be shaking their head. <laughs> they got to be frustrated. Even I know Billy, he's doing all this digging and digging and digging. And what are you finding? Nothing. You find a path, you're finding stones. But I know the guys that, that you know personally, their eyes light up if there's something that's in that bucket or something. But how many times can you go through this for 11 years if it's not caissons, a drill hole, or a test from water, can they yeah. take? I mean, how much how much can you take as an investor and and something show worthy to keep on going? Go ahead, Corey. Well, I mean, you know, I've always said this, you know, Oak Island the show is different from right, Oak yeah. Island the search, Oak Island the hunt. And you know, for me, um I think the the defining moment in season ten um, was um, the presentation of uh, uh, of Professor Gasparini in Italy. Um, you know, the archaeo astronomer um, who investigated uh, Nolan's Cross yep. and came to the conclusion, you know, that it's uh, been configured, you know, to to be pointing at a number of of, of constellations. Um, yeah. Now I know you know the, the the piece you saw on television was only short, uh, but I was there uh, I you know, in Rome when, when he did his presentation. Um, you know he's a, he's a a renowned professor who's been doing this uh, for all his life. You know he's a, he's a, a seasoned astrophysicist uh, um, who's investigated uh, many sites uh, and who uh, created you know an enormous body of research about, you know, the, the, this one subject. Right. And so, so somewhere, and I don't think this, uh, this was in the, uh, in the edit of the show, but I asked him, so what would be, you know, the chance that the way, you know, uh, uh, Nolan's Cross is configured and built uh, uh, is coincidence. 
And he answered me, one in 35 million. Oh my God. He said, you know, mathematically, statistically, mm-hmm. there's no way that five rocks, you know, would, would lie this way and then point at all these, you know, constellations and stars together. He said, you know, the, the chance that that is chance right. is, is zero. Right. Well, you know, how many uh, times? Go ahead. And, and so I, I thought that, you know, I was there, I looked him in the eye. Um, uh, we had dinner afterwards. Um, and I, I, I thought he was very, very convincing. Um, and then in the end, it's about, you know, do you, do you believe the science? Yes mm-hmm. or no? And, 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 and what more do you need? Mm-hmm. So if you then combine um, the datings uh, on the island, you know, many of which start to convert or, or converge eh, around uh, 1200 AD, and we have someone like Gaspani um, uh, claiming, you know, a similar uh, scope in, in years or similar timeline uh, for Nolan's Cross. Um, uh, I, I think it becomes more and more clear that something must have happened. Someone must have put these stones there uh, around uh, 1200 AD. Right. And how did the people travel in the old days? You know, by the stars. It was all by the stars. Yeah, there's not, they didn't have no GPS and all the rest of it, all by the stars. And in fact, I put up Gaspari's uh, um, interview only about four days ago because that also interests me. That's very weird that you said that because I just put it up again, I'd say about three or four days ago. Oh, yeah, because I was approached also by one of the fellowship to get him on the podcast, but I'm having a problem with the uh, interpreter. You know what I mean? To be live on a podcast, to have an mm-hmm. interpreter as he's speaking. So that's where we're held up on that. So this person that contacted me from the show wanted uh, the full story to come out. Obviously, as you know, when your presentation in the war room or whatever they're editing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still working on trying to get an interpreter to try to do something in an interview with him. Yeah, so, I think it, it'd be worth it, you know. And, and Gaspani, you know, had no agenda. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not even sure he, uh, he heard of Oak Island uh, yeah. uh, before. Um, you know, he was just given a question and he scientifically uh, dissected it, uh, did his analysis and then mm. came back, you know, with, with an answer, uh, which was a lot longer than, uh, you know, the few minutes that you saw on television right. and which I thought, you know, sounded very, uh, very convincing. Right. So uh, well, there you go. I mean, that was my defining moment in uh, in season 10 um and that's uh <laughs> you know, that was treasure enough for me yep i hear you and hint 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 since you know a lot of re- interpreters maybe 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 you can help me out on something like that could that be possible or no <laughs> i don't speak italian <laughs> or interpreters uh, that you know of you know anybody no not, not really not really Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I un- I understand the Italian, so I uh, I can understand it, but uh, uh, I can only speak uh, two mm-hmm. words, and uh, and I can't write it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm sure, I'm sure you'll find someone. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much, Corian. And then on uh, <laughs> lot five, what do you think about lot five? And then I'll let you go to sleep. <laughs> lot five, you know, lot five uh, uh, rhymes with surprise. Um, 
so it, w- it was great to uh, to finally have the opportunity to uh, you know to properly search uh, lot five. Mm-hmm. Even though I think in his time, uh, Mr. Robert Young already found uh, quite a number of interesting things. Mm-hmm. But but it, it was great to see you know so many things uh, uh, happening there, and uh, I think uh, it's turned out to, to be a very interesting part of the island. Yep. Even though when uh, Gary said he had like forty-seven or fifty-seven flags to to search, we only saw two or three things. So there's a lot more to be seen there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> I see. Well, Corian, I thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so so much. Is much appreciated. And as always, you're the best. I thank you so much, Corian. <laughs> thank you, Corian. Oh, thank you so much. Not sure I'm the best, but I thought you know this was the least I can uh, I can do. Thank you for all your support, uh, and thanks uh, you know to all your viewers. Okay. Um, much much appreciated and. Uh, Seven years, you know, seven is a sacred number. Uh, so I think uh, that uh, deserves uh, some respect and some applause. So take care and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you, Corian. Bye-bye. <laughs> take care, man. Bye. Bye. Oh, wasn't that good? All right, Judy, we're on normal. Okay. All righty, John. Oh, that was... I could read the words. I couldn't hear him, but that was great. Right. You Darn can, good. You can hear it uh, when you play it back later. Yes, I will do so for sure. All right. Let's go to the thank yous now. <laughs> I want to thank all my YouTube and Patreon supporters. Dave Burrows is new. Thank you so much, David. The Pirate, uh, Nelson, Jafina, Paul, TTJ, Sandra, Carol, Virginia, Gary, Rebecca, Becky, Caroline, Barbara, Starlene, Jeff, Mark, Sandollar, Roxy, Jazdia, and also Joanne and Hardaby for all their help. I thank them so much. Of course, Judy, you're live. I thank you for everything you do and doing the synopsis for four years. We couldn't do it without you. Well, thank you, John. I'm sure looking forward to getting started. I'm really missing it right now. And for Daniel Spino, who has rebooted that new blog with Charlotte. I thank him so much for all the information he gives our group, Judy. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Your um, interview with John today was perfect, and I enjoyed it immensely. I'm enjoying the whole thing. Keep going. I want to thank uh, Osprey Muyan for giving us these uh, shots of Oak Island to keep us updated also. I got to thank Gloria and Jeff M on YouTube. Keeping things in order there. Gloria and Jeff, I thank you so much. I got to thank everybody publicly for all the birthday wishes. You guys are fantastic. I thank you so much for all those birthday wishes. I want to thank all my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Kathy, and Tanya from Portugal. Also, our lifetime contributor. I wish he was still around now. For all these stars, Judy, is Chris Dona. Me too, John. I think about him a lot right now. I want to thank my main members. They come from the Quest of Oak Island group. We're live today to Facebook and YouTube. Our other platforms include Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, Discord, and Instagram, and Threads. Also, I want to welcome and thank you my members on Spotify who will be listening to the podcast later. 
and around the world on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, and all the rest of them. And for this year's best poem, like I said, goes to Tammy Gregory Hurst. Remember this one, Judy? I think I know which one you're going to quote here. There was, there once was a man named John who turned this fellow questers on. <laughs> His podcast is great. He's never late. Oh, holy moly, Muyan. Holy Muyan, Lordy Forty. I just love that. I just love it. I swear to God, I love it. Oh, I think it's great, too. And she's right, John. You're never late. I'm always early. I'm always early. All right, let's let's uh, go through some comments here. And uh, Glory's on. Joe C is on. Jeff M. Mozzie. James. I'm going through it now. Okay, I'm ready. There's Caroline. Hope you've been good. There's Becky. There's Sydney. You can see and hear us on Facebook. We're still going good, I guess, uh, Judy. Everybody can hear Judy yeah. all right? Yeah, I think they can. They're telling me they can. Oh, all right, good. We didn't even ask in the beginning, you know what I mean? No, we didn't, did we? <laughs> but, um, um, oh, Cindy let us know that all was well. There's pot C's in the house. There's David's in the house. And Gary finally got in there, Judy. There he is. Oh, good. <laughs> Actually, I didn't get to go do all this because Corey, and it was so late for Corey, and I just wanted to get him in uh, for you guys to see him and sort of talk to him. Next time we get in a little earlier, like on a four o'clock afternoon podcast, Judy, he'll have time to uh, answer questions and do what he has to do. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. That would be nice. Yeah. It's kind of the middle of the night for him. Late at night, way late at night. Hello, Lewis. David Epps, Jamie, Renee. Renee's in the house. Well, I've got so many questions here. Lucky Seven, Luann, Julianne, Brenda, Linda. Oh, my lordy forty. Sandra in the house. Guardian in the house. All right. I think we got all our hellos in there, uh, Judy. Sounds like it, John. Good job done. Yep. Um, also, I want to give a little interesting fact check uh, on our Facebook. We got 69,500 members. That's just Facebook now, not YouTube, not anything else. They say Wednesday's our best day. They say 7 p.m. is our best time. We have that separation of usually 70 male, 30% female. Our top countries, get this, Judy, you ready for these? 
I'm ready. USA, Canada, UK, Yay. Australia, South Africa, Germany, Netherlands, Ireland, the Philippines, India, and Brazil. Wow. Hmm. All over the world. Yep. And Daniel says he wanted to give uh, Corey in a five-hour energy drink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Daniel, you're the best. We got the top cities. A lot of Canada in here, guys. Halifax is the number one city. Wow. Then we got Melbourne, Australia, Ottawa, Edmonton, and New York City. Spotify, that we download later to, has 32,252 plays, Judy, that listen to us. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. YouTube, as of today, we got 5,060 subs, 1.5 million views, which is the total of all my YouTube, and 60,000 hours have been seen on YouTube of our videos. Oh, that's just amazing. Congratulations, John. Yep. And, John, well done. And it's still the same split with males and females, 60% uh, males, 40% uh, females, a little bit better. And uh, subscriptions that watch my show, 60% are not subscribed, and only 40% are subscribed. It's free. Please subscribe if you can. Hit the subscribe button if you can. And we'll go from there. All right, let me bring up some uh, pictures. Hello, Franklin. That was weird he mentioned Kaspari because I just put that up. Unbelievable, Corian. You know that? Here I am with Joan McGinnis. Look at that studio. I'll wait till it comes on. Can everybody see it? I can see it, John. You changed just a bit. (laughs) When things were simple, Judy. (laughs) Oh, God. Lordy 40. Lordy 40. Lordy 40. Holy Mooyan. Who was that guy? Oh, God. You guys have been putting up with me. Well, there's another. We've been having fun. There's another picture. I guess I didn't have no lighting. You know, I mean, it's all I had was a used laptop. And one microphone that you see, I got it off of uh, eBay. Everything is used that I had. I still have everything that's used. And Sydney. Look how far you thought. What? Sydney says, I still have my hair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're lucky. There's old time pictures, guys. From the beginnings, guys, from the beginnings. 
like I said, right after this, we did Facebook Live only. And then, and then we went to YouTube after so people can share their videos. Because on a private channel like this, like this, not on YouTube, but Facebook, you couldn't share anything. No idea. Oh, wow. We're going back, way back. See, there's my laptop. I see the red laptop and I use other monitor next to it. <laughs> and there we go. Then we started getting a little fancy on this one, guys. Uh, that's what we're used to. We're open, yeah, Mozzie, open. Then the big shirt with the big letters on it. So I can't have that. I've got to streamline that design. <laughs> then I got a paste, that that big round paste. It's a like a, not a paste. It was a iron-on patch or something. But you only can do so much. Like I said, I'm retired. And you only can do so much on uh, Social Security. And uh, we did what we had to do. Like, you know, all the bills come like in October for all the licensing. And for if it wasn't for you guys and your support, we would have never made it this far, guys. And I thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I know everybody says you're welcome, John. I'm sure they do. And then up to the latest right here. And I just like this backdrop, and I'm just going to keep it forever. I'm never going to change this backdrop. Who knows? If the show goes on another two years, maybe. But we'll see, you know, Judy? Yeah, I like that one just fine, John. I can always just see a Templar coming out of that door. Yeah, yeah. And guess who this is, guys? Without Judy doing her synopsis for four years, she's just part of the team here. Everybody enjoys you. Everybody enjoys your voice. You're part of the crew with Daniel and Starlene and Kathy doing all the profiles and Tanya in Portugal. I hope Tammy's doing okay. I mean, it doesn't work without you guys. It takes a family, John. It does. And we are one. Yep. And I started a new Facebook group uh, called uh, Quest Guest for Podcasters. It's so hard to get a guest on to be live in video format. So I wanted to start a Facebook group and a YouTube group to see if I can mend certain people that want to speak on a certain subject to a podcaster with his subject. So that's my latest little in denver so we'll see how that works out but that's just getting the right podcaster with the right uh, guest to be on their show you know what i mean judy right john i hope that works sounds like a darn good idea it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah but people got to volunteer i mean it's all free and uh because i even have rough times if you can't get a cast member or a researcher on 
uh, you can't you can't get really nobody on in your field. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Yeah. It makes it hard. Hello, Susan. Scott is in the house. So that's Judy Lewis. Thank you for keeping us updated, John. And now I'm not sure if I want the brothers to find the gold. What would we do if the show stopped? Well, obviously, we got to put that in perspective, guys, because we have a great group of people here, almost 70,000 people. What would you like me to do to hold your interest? So that's going to be out there also. I mean, what would you like me to do? Of course, I have to be into it myself. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. If you're not interested, John, then uh, it'd be pretty hard for you to do it. Right, but I think out of 70,000 people, we can come up with something that's a centrally located idea that everybody wants a little bit of this and that. You know, Judy? Right. I am sure something will come up if that's what we want to do. Yep. And this was in 2017. I wrote, oh, 700 members. Wow. My group is huge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And we had uh, Jeffrey Irving used to call me up on Tuesday nights. And we used to watch uh, The Curse of Oak Island way back when, when we first started. He was my first uh, member in the group. Uh, he has a message that I'll be playing shortly. And that's what we did. You know what I mean? Right. You just went for it is what you did and turned out great. Thank you, John, so much. I thank you so much. It's appreciated. Now, let's see if I can't screw this up here. I've got a couple of uh, people sending messages. Let's do our first one here. Are you ready, Judy? I'm ready. This is Daniel Spino, and I wanted to say happy 7th anniversary to you, John Stemmer, my colleague and friend, and to Quest of Oak Island. Thank you so much for creating Quest and providing such fantastic content over the last seven years. John, you're like a big brother to me, and I appreciate all you do, and I look forward to many more years to come. Congratulations. Bye-bye. There you go. Beautiful. Thank you, Daniel. Daniel, I thank you so much. You're just unbelievable. I mean, just think of our group without Daniel in there, you know, and he's got that oh. uh, rebooted group. Uh, I told my uh, moderators to always put his link in our chat because I'm on different uh, angles here to do these videos. So his link to his rebooted uh, blog, they will put up the link in the chat and YouTube and always on Facebook, guys. Good morning, everybody. It's Jeff Irving from Season 3, Episode 9, Curse of Oak Island, Columbus guy. Hey, just wanted to give a quick shout-out to my good buddy, John Stemmer, and congratulate him on seven years of doing his podcast. It's a great show, well worth the watch. And John, as you know, you've always been number one. You're always going to be number one. And I appreciate everything you do. Love all your fan base. Love being on your show. Can't wait to be on again. So 
happy anniversary, my good friend. And everybody out there, have a great year and look forward to uh, Season 11. Ciao, everybody. All right, was Judy's voice over the top of Jeffrey's when Jeffrey was speaking? I'm sorry, John. I didn't realize you were going to bring him right on. Let me go to comments, sir. Well, let me know if Judy's voice drowned out Jeffrey's interview. Very good. Thank you. We made it, Judy. We made it. Oh, good. I didn't see it at first. I, I, I don't pick it up right away. Right, but I'm showing now interviews. Okay. That's what I said. Well, let me show two more here. Who's this guy? Hi, John. Tony from Salty Dog Tours here, Oak Island, Nova Scotia. Wishing you all the best for yet another milestone in your fantastic podcast. Keep it going, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye. There's Tony Sampson. Don't forget, Salty Dog Tours. You know what I mean? Let's go around the yeah. island this year. Next year, we hope the tour will be open, but we don't know yet. 2024, Judy. Who know, who the heck knows what's going on with that, you know? Right, for sure. And uh, we love when the people go on the boat tours and showing us pictures that are on the boat or whatever they're doing. Uh, we appreciate the people uh, sharing uh, their ventures. All right. One more here, Judy. I'm going to show another one here. John, Brian Farrow here. Just wanted to uh, say congratulations on your seventh year of Oak Island. Um, what you do for all the fans is quite amazing. Uh, this podcast is uh, a staple for anyone that's interested in Oak Island. And um, I'm happy to have participated with you and have the opportunity to share my my research uh, with you and all of the uh, questers. Um, thank you very much, and congratulations again. Thank you. There was Brian. He was one of the top podcasts we had, Judy. He was. It was. It was a good one. And he also has. He'll be coming on on a Saturday. That he says Zena's map. I'm pretty sure he said is a star map. So I'm hearing all the stuff about stars in connection with the map, with the connection with the cross. So it's going to be interesting, his take on uh, Zena's map is sort of like a star map. Imagine it. I, I really would be interested in hearing that for sure from him. Ready? Then, of course, we got to get some answers from season 10 of you know, what was this big dig hole? Was that to cut off the uh, flood tunnel from Smith's Cove? We just don't know. This guy did his 3D scanner on the island all week. We never heard a thing about it. 
Yeah, that was disappointing. Didn't hear a thing about it. Did you guys put up the link for Daniel's uh, blog? I got so much things, so many things going on. We want that st- that link for the blog up, please. Thank you. Yep, Patricia. So we'll get them on, Brian, to discuss that subject. Thank you, Jeff. And there it is. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Jeff. And of course, the old blue jewel. We're never forgetting this stuff, Judy. No, we certainly won't. (laughs) Especially the stuff they have not told us what it is. (laughs) Maybe they found something and don't want to say what. I hear you, Linda. Hope you're feeling better. Hope you're feeling good. Then the anomaly next to Fred Nolan's peninsula, some kind of metal object. Unbelievable. Then, of course, Judy, the big old 13-foot hole on lot five. I hope they get into that right at the beginning of this season to find out what that is. Thank you, Linda. I'm glad you're feeling better. And we're going 20 foot deeper. Well, no, let me uh, rephrase that. I think they put a permit in to go 20 feet deeper, uh, uh, Judy, but I'm not sure. But they're right now digging in the garden shaft looking for that gold signature. So we know that's going on. Right. Thank goodness. We know something's going on. Yep. Yep. The Daniel new- just said our oh, Daniel just said our whistle investigation is coming soon. You do not want to miss it. Okay. All right, Daniel. And the uh, Muyan scan that we got in Michigan in the wintertime, the last war room Michigan showed the tunnel right there, that black looking Squirrely line. And I think they're drilling for that now, Judy, to see what it is, where it's going. It looks like that's what they're doing. It certainly is a strange shape. And Mozzie says, whatever happened to the tunnel at Sam Ball's lot? I think it was just a drainage uh, tunnel for maybe the bathroom or something. That's what I was wondering, too, John. Sometimes in the old cabins, they did make, like, an outhouse inside. And I often wondered if that's what that was from. Any word going across to the hits of the gold? No, nothing yet, Linda. Nothing yet. So these are the things we want some answers to. These are the Muyan guys. Holy Muyan! Yup, Jan, that was just a drain leading to nowhere. And I don't know if they got the permits to do this yet, but in the video you'll see uh, in a couple of minutes, they are digging up the road. And uh, they want to put up the uh, pylons 
And I think this is good for three seasons to dig this out, Judy, because they took so long at Smith's Cove. This has got to be three seasons of digging that muck out. I would certainly think so, John. I'm sure we're in for another couple. You know what I mean, Judy? You know how long, say, when we first saw them dig out Smith's Cove, how many episodes did we get out of that? Oh, my lordy forty. I lost count. Hmm. <laughs> I am sure this one will be even longer. Unbelievable. So we got to wait for that. So all these things I always put out there just to remind everybody. And we got areas uh, in the lots. We have 100 foot by 150 foot suspicious areas. We got all kinds of scanning equipment that they did the whole island in a 3D we haven't seen. This fold over artifact. That's a swamp. Yes, Jay Gale. We have a lot. You know, guys, we have a ton. I would really like to know what that particular one is for sure. Put what in, Luann? That was That's just an animation they gave us on TV, what the pylon should look like. At least two seasons, Tammy says. A bump out in the second year. Yeah. Continuing. It's going to take longer with the muck. That's not like uh, you know, just scooping up dirt, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's yucky. Linda can't wait till season 11. Daniel says the bronze folded piece is very intriguing. Yeah. Many open ends, says Scott. Unbelievable. All right, let me. All right, Judy, I'm going to do a couple of more. People, we had uh, Daniel Spino, Jeff Irving, Tony Sampson, Brian Farrell, and here we go, Judy. I'm going to start another three, okay? Good. Okay, good. There we go. This is Chris Morford wishing John Stummer a very happy anniversary. Seven years and going strong with the Quest of Oak Island podcast. Very happy to be a part of it. Very happy you're still carrying on and doing what you do. Seven years, like the seven lamps of the lost menorah. We will find the treasure. Thank you, John. Have a great day. Thank you, Chris, as he's cooking pasta vazul or something at the restaurant. At least he stopped in for a couple of seconds and gave a very good uh, thank you for me for doing seven years, Judy. Well, thank you, Christopher, so much. All right, here we go. Here comes two more, Judy. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Hi, John. Peter Amundsen here. When I spoke with Kevin Burns of Prometheus in 2013, his goal was to create 100 hours of television. He succeeded, and now you have uh, seven years of uh, podcasting, which I congratulate you. Thank you, Peter Armiston. He even gave me organ music, Judy. <laughs> oh, I, I can't hear them, John. I don't know why I can't. That's all right. Can't. You watch it after. Don't worry about it. I, I will. 
All right, here we go. A couple more. Our meeting, man. Hello, everyone. Carmen Legg here. <clears throat> I want to congratulate John on his seventh year of doing this podcast on all things Oak Island. Um, we're busy again this year, and uh, this podcast is a great spot for doing discussions about Oak Island and everything associated with Oak Island. And I hope you can keep it up and stay tuned to the show. Thank you very much. All right. There's Carmen. He always comes on, Judy. Yes. Mm. Okay. Now, this Uh, guy here next that I'm going to show didn't know me from Adam in 2017 or 2018. Uh, This couple that I've known, you know, through... Uh, the Facebook group, his son was fascinated with Oak Island in the show. This little kid, his name is Evan. And Mike Huntley invited him to his dive shop from the clear blue skies to make this kid's day, Judy. Unbelievable. And Mike, I've been trying to get him on, but everybody's so busy. He has his diving business. And when we can get him, we can get him. But I've been trying for six years. So, and I'll just keep on trying until the show ends. Good idea. We'll, We'll get him sooner or later. And there's Mike and Evan at Mike's shop. Mike, I thank you so much. All right, I'm going to play a video, Judy. Okay. Hey, John. How's things going? Mike Huntley here from Huntley's Diving and Marine. Uh, good luck with uh, everything uh, and uh, the Curse of Oak Island. I think it's season 11 now. Anyway, um, have a good one. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mike Huntley. Boy, do I have questions for him for C1 Dive, Judy. John, wouldn't that be great? Maybe we could get some answers. Hmm. Alrighty. You guys ready uh, after two more interviews to uh, watch a drone clip from Osprey Muyan from uh, August 12th? You guys getting ready? I'm ready for sure. We're ready. We got two more interviews. Three more interviews. Three more. Three more. Here we go, Judy. Okay. So far, so good. Everybody seeing them okay? Because I'm in a different uh, channel to do these. I'm not seeing the comments. Hello, everyone. This is Oak Island author and researcher Scott Clark, and I just want to wish my buddy John Stemmer a very happy anniversary on seven fantastic years of his Oak Island podcast. I also want to congratulate my friends Judy, Kathy, and Daniel, as well as all the others who helped make John's podcast and Facebook group such a success. I've been honored to have appeared on a few of John's podcasts over the past few years, and I really hope to be with him again in the future. Uh, like all of you, I'm really looking forward to season 11 of The Curse of Oak Island and another year of Quest of Oak Island podcasts with John. Thank you very much. Thank you, Scott and Judy. I am showing video clips.
I don't know if Judy can hear me anymore. Yeah, I can't, John. Sorry. Yes. Okay. But what I'm saying, I'm playing video clips. Oh, we can't be uh, making statements because I'm not sure if it's getting interfered with with the clip that I'm trying to show. Okay. So I got two more clips to show. Then you can talk all you want. All right. Hi, John and fellow questers. It's Aaron from season eight. Happy seven years, everybody. It feels like only yesterday that we were celebrating five years together. John, thank you for putting together a great podcast and fostering such a positive community for us to share our ideas and love for anything Oak Island. Here's to many more years of adventure and discovery. Cheers from Texas. Thank you so much, Aaron. Like I said, I think she changed the course of how they looked at X marks the spots by using Fred Nolan's maps and uh, the stones on the maps and the drilled rocks on the maps and Xena's on the maps. She was the first to really coordinate all that stuff for others. And I really appreciate her work on that. And I hope we get him her back soon, Judy. Oh, that would be nice, John. I would enjoy that. Yep, there's Dan. Now I just went into the chat now before I do my last interview. Very brilliant. Very brilliant. And that's how I looked at it, uh, Judy. I used to say in a podcast before, if you remember, if they didn't find the lead cross on the beach, where would this show be? Right, exactly. Yeah. It, it might be done by now. And. If Aaron didn't put all that together from the coordinates, from all the maps, because she's a map person, nobody did that before. Put that all together and put an X here and an X there and look here and look there. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't understand why they didn't continue working with Aaron and going through with that. Well, we got to see. Whatever the future brings, it brings. But she's always close by. I always keep her in the loop, so uh, she's not done with me yet, I hope. <laughs> I'm sure she's not. <laughs> All right, I got my one last surprise, which is another video clip, uh, and um, we'll go from there. Okay, Judy, I got one more to show. All right. All right, here we go. Hello, John. This is Joan McGinnis from OI Season 3 Grand Finale and Digging Down and Season 4 Grand Finale. And I have the honor of being your first guest on live podcast. So thank you for that. So, John, congratulations and happy 7th anniversary of doing your wonderful podcast that we all enjoy so much. I applaud all of your efforts, and as I'm sure I'm not the only one to tell you this, you are very much appreciated, so enjoy, John. This time is yours. Thank you. Did you hear her, Judy? No, I couldn't, John. Okay, but... uh Everybody that heard her, fantastic. Fantastic what she said. 
I'll listen later tonight. Yep, that's what you got to do. If you get a technical difficulty, just got to bear with it and watch it later. Nothing we can do. Same thing if something happens here, you know, technology-wise, what the heck do we do, you know? Right. Go with the flow. Yep, because if I did something technology-wise and all of a sudden I can't get back on, it's better having what you have now because if you click something, you might not get back, you know? Right. <laughs> that's me. All right, guys. Yep, we are, Linda. We're going to get Joan on video-wise. We got to practice first because, you know, your iPad or laptop and your camera's got to be right and the speaker's got to be right because it's not going to be all jambalaya when you go on. You want it to make it be uh, decent. So we're working on it. She's uh, number one on my list to get back. She's the first one and uh, she's a very kind person if people don't know Joan. All right, guys. I think it's time to get a little bit of Oak Island video in. I want to thank Osprey Muyan for all his hard work, how he does his videos so professionally. We abide by all laws on doing these drone videos. We're like uh, on the boat, in the water, but just a little higher. So we shall release the drone. Guys in chat, I got the chat up. Let me know if the music's bad. I'm bad. It's, it's too loud. And if the video is glitching. All right. And the music. We got her. And the music's by me. I am doing my own background music. So we don't have to deal with any kind of music copyright or whatever the heck is happening. Um, so it's me, so it's my face can't be copyrighted and it's my music. So nobody can say anything, Judy. Oh, good John. Oh, I can't wait to hear it now. All right. So here it goes. Video's going to be three, two, then we got screenshots. One, Zippo. August 12th.
Oh my lordy, forty. Osprey Muyan is a professional drone video taker. Beautiful. Thank you, Nuan. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. You saw the video, Judy? Good. Yes. All right. Very, very good. Uh, I want to thank the 11 people that uh, gave us some video clips, audio clips, voice chat. And I want to thank Corian for coming in. Such a late night for him. I thank him so much again. Thank you, Corian, so much. I mean, these videos are just unbelievable, Judy. It's like better than the show on TV. I agree. Uh, we see the, the the island from above, so we're seeing it all where we can't on TV. Right, and on TV, they show such a focus of a narrow point. Sometimes we don't even know where we are. You're right on that one. That happens a lot. Mozzie, there are all types of boulders all over the island. All right, let's go do some screenshots of the drone to talk about a couple of places, and then we'll get out of here, Judy. All right, John. You're doing good. Yep. Again, I want to thank everybody for joining us for the seventh year podcast on believable now look at this how much of the road they're digging out oh my god if they dig any more the whole bay will come in there you can you guys see that i'm going to leave it up for a while just to discuss how much of the road so they're not going through this road to get to the money pit that road is shut down you got that i keep wondering how they get there that's the only road to it isn't it well, they got the back way in the middle there, and the back way in the middle. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Wow. Hello, Ray D. Thanks for coming in at any time. And here's Dale Johnson. I like that. I really appreciate the fact that the whole team obviously is very conscious about not trashing the island during the treasure hunt. Yeah, they showed one podcast, podcast, uh, one show, Dale, that they were replanting trees. And um, they're doing what they're supposed to do, I guess. And here's Daniel. Century Road goes that way too, the center road. Yeah, okay. Yep, Franklin, beautiful shots. But it's this, there we have the small little pathway that's hardly even there anymore. They must have found something in that area, Judy, not find something, but it was a target for them to dig that road right out. What do you think, Judy? I agree a hundred percent. Since the last time we saw them and they were working there, I've wondered, what is it? Right, because if the ship and all that anomaly is way up into the swamp, we're in the we're in the road. Right. I have no idea what it could be. I mean, they showed us the uh, peninsula where that anomaly is, but we're not even close to that thing. So this was not known uh, last season to us, you know. No, it wasn't. So obviously, they've found something that we don't know about. Right, and how they found it, or what they found. 
I hope we'll learn in season 11, you know. Right, yes. So this was the main gives picture. Go ahead. Gives us something to look forward to in the new season. And here's just the takeaway shot before Muyan uh, zoomed in. And you see on the bottom of the photograph, uh, Judy, that that's where the peninsula is. We're not even close to that. No, not at all. Franklin, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't remember them digging the road out. I know they were down there below the small pathway, but not that much into the road. Correct me if I'm wrong, Judy. Well, John, I don't remember them getting into the road, but I can't help but wonder if maybe the pathway has led them in there. Yeah, well, Terry... Like uh, Daniel, just, Daniel just said it could be a, an old wharf remnant, maybe. Well, Terry Duvall says, you know, that wharf or whatever, that pathway went right into the ocean or right into the bay there, you know, through the road. Obviously, that road wasn't there long ago, you know, Judy? Right, yes. As he did say that. Thank you for reminding me of that. So as of August 12th, the drain is the drain. The swamp is drained again. Yep, maybe wharf. Yeah, could be. So we'll see in season 11 or not season 11, 12 or 13. Who the heck knows, Judy? Yeah, we don't know at this point, but uh, we'll hope for season 11, John. Yep. And in here, they got a big cage. Now, if you look at the garden shaft closely, you'll see that white canopy tent. And you see that cage in the middle that goes down with the crane. Yes. Now, I'm figuring this out, that that cage, since they're over or close to 100 feet deep, supposedly. Take care, Dale. Thanks for coming in. That cage is lowering the workers down that low instead of walking all the way down the ladder. You know what I mean? That would certainly be a lot easier on everybody. You know what I mean, Judy? Lower them down in the basket, then leave it close by in case they got to get out quick and just crank them right up, you know? Right. That makes sense. Patricia just said how I'd love to go down that shaft. I agree with you, Patricia, but I really worry about getting up. A lot safer, too. Yeah, it'll take them too long. I guess maybe when they get that deep, maybe the new laws, the safety laws, is you have to have a bucket to have you make you go up faster than trying to walk all the way up. You know, Judy? I don't know. Yeah, that will be interesting to find out. Yep. And you see the drill near my head over here. And I think that's what they're looking for is the Muyan tunnel that showed on the Muyan, Judy, getting towards the garden shaft. Yes. I agree with you on that. Yep, that's all I can think of. And how'd you like my music for uh, the Muyan drone? I know Judy oh, couldn't hear it. No, I know Judy yeah, can't hear it. I'm asking the people that can hear it. Oh, okay. How'd you like the music, guys? 
John's music. I got a mini piano that hooks up to the computer, which I'll hook up to my drum machine and guitar, and we'll have all our own background music. Sounds great, John. We're going to enjoy that. <laughs> For sure. Is there anything else I can do? I'll play the guitar, do this, do that. I got to start dancing on the on the table over here in front of the studio. I'll do anything for you guys because you guys are the yes, best. You, well, you were singing earlier tonight when you and I were talking, so you got we got that to look forward to. When the CD coming out, I, I hear you guys. <laughs> and there's just a closer zoomed in look at the money pit area, and notice the Muyan sensors are gone. Judy, look at the ground. You're right. Gone completely. You'll so see. They must be done with them. Yeah, well, you see the yellow truck near there is C1 and all the rest of the protection are gone. Wow. This is just showing the parking lot here. We're looking for the wood, how much wood they're using. And here's the takeaway shot. That I'm looking for the Muyan sensors, Judy, that I see none. Well, I hope we still get to see some of that this coming season. Yep, the, the detailed final analysis of the Muyan in the money pit, correct. Yeah. So the main thing is how they demolished in front of the small pathway. Well, this is looking from the yeah. bay in. The other picture was looking from the swamp out. And that's what they're doing, guys. It looks like they've been doing some uh, digging right in the path itself, doesn't it? Yep. So we'll get information on that, Judy. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. And there's all the full, you see all the fill next to the rock wall there that they put up for the tide and everything. Right. Mm. So it's got me what they're finding and doing. No, Linda, the ship is way in of the swamp to the left and up and in this is nowhere near supposedly the anomaly that they showed uh for the ship judy no not at all john i i agree with daniel and you i think it has to do with uh, the stone road there yep and also this is the area where the excavator is where they found the micmac uh, pottery when laird found the micmac pottery into the land part behind the That's excavator yeah, that's right, too. But uh, I asked everybody to come on. So the ones that did come on, Judy, get a gold star for me. Yes, and I'd like to thank each and everybody that did come on and make your night special for you. Yep. Mm. So it's good luck for these people. If they're not that many people, there's more of a chance of them winning something, you know? 
And if you do win the hat, give me a correct address, nice and plain, and send it to Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. It's at Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. And give me your address. And in Canada, I need your phone number for them to mail things. Um, and we'll send it right out. So that's at Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com for your address. So I understand it to mail it out. There you go, Jeff. Thank you. We got six entries. Then we'll go from there. Then we'll say our goodbyes. How am I going to edit all the stuff together? Oh, my lordy 40. Holy mooyan! John, just don't do it till tomorrow. Well, it's live, so it's on there live now. People can see it, you know what I mean? Yes, they can. We got seven entries. Unbelievable. <laughs> Linda Shasso said, we can see you. Can you see us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to draw it so we can say our goodbyes. I'm getting kind of tired, and uh, we'll go from there. Go for it. Okay. Here we go. Three. Two, one, Mozzie is the winter, the winner in Australia. Congratulations, Mozzie. There you go. Well, congratulations, Mozzie. Great. <laughs> You're a winner, Mozzie. You're a winner. You're a winner in our book. Daniel just said, have you heard the one about the Templar Viking in the Night of Christ? No, Daniel, we haven't, so let us have it. Mozzie. Unbelievable. All righty, let me go over here now. What a night, Judy. What a night. Oh, it has been. All the all of it's been good, John, even with the ending. <laughs> so you've done a great job. Thank you for working so hard and giving us such a great night. I hear you, Judy. And I want to thank you for all you do with your synopsis and everything, and Daniel and the rest of the crew. And we know you are thankful, and that's why we keep doing it. Yep. All right, Judy, if you want to say your good nights and the next podcast, 
will be in uh, September, which is only a week away. But like try to do something in the middle of September. Muyan, Osprey Muyan might fly at the end of this week, depending on the weather. Can't fly in the rain. That's all it seems to do over here is rain, 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 one good day. And uh, we'll go from there, Judy. So please uh, uh, say your goodbyes, and then I'll say my goodbyes and get out of here. Okay. I want to thank everybody for coming tonight and all who have taken part, especially Corian. Thank you for staying up so late. Uh, for John, I wanted it to be special, and it was. So, everybody, till we see you next time, remember, always stay safe and come back to us. And you too, John, and have a good week. Okay, thank you, Judy. Be talking to you soon. All righty. Bye-bye. Again, I want to thank everybody that came in. Uh, Daniel Spino, Jeff Irving, Tony Sampson, Brian Farrell, Christopher Morford, Peter Edmiston, Carmen Lake, Mike Huntley, Erwin King, Joan McGinnis, and of course, the Corian. I thank you so much. Uh, you made my night, and I really appreciate it. They'll probably be on him and Chris when the book comes out, and we'll also get Joan McGinnis on once we figure out all her camera and audio. So we had a couple things in the soup. But remember, members, always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams no matter how old you are, for tomorrow was a never given. With this crazy world we live in, this world needs a ton of prayers right now, and every milli milliseconds, with all this natural disasters going on, makes you wonder. So as my friend Jan says, you keep smiling, you stay safe, and you stay strong. And everyone, please stay positive. I want to thank for you for uh, joining me and Judy tonight and all our guests. See you soon. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Take care and bye-bye. <laughs>